your favorite coach, Coach Gary, and make you grow. I'm so happy to see you here today. I know it's a holiday. It's Monday morning. A lot of you have work off. A lot of you don't have work off, and you're working at your jobs. And a lot of you are choosing to work on your businesses, to work on your own enterprises, your own ventures, your own passions, your own futures, your own revenues. Right now, today, even though it's a holiday, and if you're taking the holiday off because you are a service member or celebrating time with a service member, a former service member, a retired service member, or in memory of someone who did give that ultimate sacrifice for our nation, then I thank you. I hope that you have a wonderful day of not just celebration, enjoying the beautiful weather that we have that seems to be coming in already this morning, but also a memorandum in honor and respect for the duty, the honor, and the courage that all of those men and women who have served this country and given not just sacrifices of themselves, but in some cases, that ultimate sacrifice. So on this Memorial Day, I do hope that we remember what the holiday is truly about, not just the barbecues and the fun times. And I know that there's a few Marines in my life, so I want to give a big Semper Fi to those gentlemen, and you know who you are. So with that, I've also got to give a shout out to the Army, and you know who you are as well. So thank you for everything that you've done. You're the best. You're an amazing father. Can't wait to see you, even though you like the Yankees, soon enough again. Alrighty, so with that, thank you all. I hope we have that memory today of Memorial Day, like I was saying. And I hope that you are taking some time to enjoy it. And I also hope that you're taking some time to work on your business. I know it's a holiday. Many people are putting business all to the side, but I trust you, trust in me, that there's things that can be done. For example, we're here today. We're having this community. We're together, right? We're spending that time. So it's not just your friends, your family, and but also your colleagues, your clients. Make sure that you're embracing, you're reaching out, and staying on top of things. So with that, let's move into It's Motivational Monday. Here on Motivational Monday, we're going to bring you sales, mindset, and marketing in the 10x fashion with Mickey Groach and Coach Gary. Hey, that's me. So I want to welcome you all again here today on this Memorial Day edition of Motivational Monday. Here at Make You Grow Consulting, we help individuals, business owners, entrepreneurs just like you to increase your income up to 30% in 90 days or less. So if you're ready to 10x your business, to boost your revenues by 30% in 90 days or less, then let's get started. Today, since we've got Memorial Day, I wanted to pull our quote from a book that I found very inspirational. I actually read this during my high school time. My father gave it to me. More likely, I pulled it off his bookshelf. This is still his copy. Dad, you're not getting it back. I'm sorry. It's Your Ship by Captain Michael D. Michael Abershaw. It's a captain in the U.S. Navy, served on a guided missile um, destroyer. And what this book is about is leadership in the capacity as a U.S. Navy captain, which is a high rank, in command of the entire ship, the entire ship's complement of crew, the machinery, the equipment, multi-multi-millions, even billions of dollars of responsibility landing on these shoulders. But what Captain Abershaw focuses on really deeply is leadership. And not just leadership 
in a top-down, very hierarchical structure with rank and file and order and traditions, but connecting with every member of the organization, pulling the best out of them, truly listening for their concerns, their needs, and doing your utmost as not just a leader, but as a servant leader, even in the hierarchical position of the United States Navy, which is very rank ordered, but to serve those under his command and ensure that not only do they have what they need, basic needs, survival, water, food, clean air, those sorts of items, but what they need to survive and thrive in any environment up to and including combat. So making sure that your team is tested, tested every single day, is ready to perform at that highest moment should the need arise. In the case of the Navy, that means armed conflict. That means that the stakes at risk are lives. Not only the lives of the crew, but the lives of the people they're defending, the lives of the enemy that they're engaged in conflict with, and the lives of all those around who are non-combatants, who aren't involved in whatever conflict is going on. Being in command, being responsible for that level of responsibility, ethicals, right? Everything that goes into such a high level, we can bring that and draw from it and into business. And that's what the captain does here. So I want to talk specifically on training and then listening. So being aware of the needs of your team, of your crew, of your colleagues, of your shipmates. So cross-training became our mantra. By the time we reached San Diego, we had young sailors, barely out of boot camp, doing the jobs of first-class petty officers with several hash marks and doing them well. So I'm gonna break that down for if you're not as familiar with naval ranks, right? A first-class petty officer has several years of experience in their role as a specialist and in the Navy, knowing the organizational needs, knowing the, the policies, the procedures, the culture, what's expected of them. And it should be at that level, teaching younger sailors, fresh out of boot camp, how to do what their specialty will become. And the Navy is highly specialized, but it also focuses on generalization. Everyone learns how to save the ship. Everybody has basic firefighting, everybody has basic repair skills. But then you have your specialties. Be a navigator, could be a damage control seaman, could be an engineer. What type of engineer? So in our organizations, we think of the people who have specialties. Can everyone in your business put together a profit and loss statement, audit that profit and loss statement, and ensure that the information included in those financial reports are accurate enough to trust and make reliable decisions on? Probably not, or should they be? But can everyone in your organization, if called upon, submit a new purchase order that a client wanted? Can your assistant take an order from a new customer and make sure that that goes into the system appropriately? Can the salespeople, they better be, that's part of their job directly. Can your accounting department do that function? This is where the cost training comes in. It's not that everyone's gonna be a specialist in everything. It's that everyone should be able to do those very most core functions of the organization. 
How do we save the ship? How do we stop the flooding? How do we bring in revenue? Every member of the organization should be trained and be sufficiently skilled to take in an order from a customer. And in fact, I would challenge you that every member of your organization needs to know how to sell, to close a deal, and then to put it in the system. Because if only your salespeople can take an order, can sell a client, can close a transaction, then what happens on the day that they're at a conference? What happens on the day that you're off in a meeting as the owner of the company, your top sales guy is out sick, and the new guys are walking around like chickens with their heads cut off? What happens then? You may as well have closed your doors that day and said, you know what, we're closed, our key people are here, the cat's out, the mice will play, forget it, I don't have a business, I have a job that I have the privilege of owning my own job. Because if I walk away for even one day, my sales team, my employees, don't have the respect for themselves or myself to handle things in my absence. And what does that come down to? lack of training, right? We have to have that cross training so that in that worst case scenario, when you're put to the fire, when you're tested, the accounting team can come in and be uncomfortable, but be able to close a deal. And that's not to say that they're going to close the biggest transaction they've ever had and go through a huge, long sales process. You've got a long sales cycle, but they damn well better be able to introduce themselves, represent the company, and describe the products adequately enough to move the process forward and make a simple transition to a salesperson when it makes sense. Have you ever called a company and asked a really simple question? You're basically sold on the product because you saw it online. You were ready to go. You had one question. Hey, is this is this kitty? We'll use the example of the kiddie pool. I had this 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 week already, right? It's been hot. We're setting up the kiddie pool. Hey, does does this hose attachment fit to my type of hose? I, you know, I, I have a standard just American hose, but it, you know, I'm ordering this from an overseas vendor. I thought it was really cool. You know, something like that, right? So you call and you ask, Hey, does this fitting work with this type of attachment? Now, there's two ways that that should go. The person you pick up the phone and speak to should be able to one, answer your question, or two, get you to someone who can in an appropriate fashion. So that's not just, oh, let me put you on hold. And then you sit on hold and you just wait and wait and wait. No, it's, hey, thank you for that question. That's a wonderful question. You know, I don't have that specification directly in front of me, but let me put you on just a brief two minute hold. I'll check back in with you if it takes any longer than that and I appreciate your patience, I'm going to reach out to our sales team who has that direct knowledge. Because obviously at this point, you've gotten the call center. Now if that happens and you start to push, well I want to talk to a sales guy, I want to talk to a sales guy, perfect. Make that transfer. Don't hold them there. Don't hold them on the line. And please, don't act like you don't know who the sales team is, what the products are, what the company is. If you're inside the company, it just looks terrible. And if you're a third party, that's a great way to get fired. 
So being able to know your business, know your products, know your clients, know what's going to be asked and be prepared to step in and accomplish that. Now, once you get that answer, how easy is it then to say, and by the way, would you like me to complete that order? Take your order over the phone so you don't have to go back online. I'm happy to facilitate that right now. Boom, sold, right? So now you've got someone who's answering phones making a sale. You want to reward them for that. Make sure that you've got a compensation structure so that if your phone salespeople are closing deals, obviously they're going to get their commissions. And if your assistant, your secretary, your call center, who's routing calls, taking the, the random miscellaneous questions and answers and everything, if they close a deal, they should be rewarded for that. And if it's not all that often, give them a bonus. Make it commiserate to what the commission would be. And if it should be more frequent, and I challenge you that everyone in the company should be able to sell, have a commission structure in place for every single person or a bonus structure in place that is commiserate to the commissions. Because in this way, your whole company becomes the sales team, the janitor, the secretary, the admin, HR, IT, your sales team, your marketing department, your business development guys, your internal, your external, everybody, even your accountants should be able to sell. And this is at a base level. And then you work them up to where they're confident and watch them grow and succeed. And then on the flip side, so that's training. We're giving them the skills. We're giving them that opportunity to push further. But what happens when things do go awry? Whether it be in selling, whether it be in another business function, it could be showing up late. Counsel continuously and honestly is what the captain says. One of the most difficult tasks for any manager is counseling of her, his or her employees at yearly or semi-annual evaluation. The Navy's annual evaluations can make or break a career. Think of the companies that you've worked with in the past, either for or in or serviced. That annual review sets the bonus, sets the promotions, sets the tracks forward either on advancement to stalemate or separation from the organization. What worked best for me, the captain says, was to continuously counsel the people I'm going to evaluate. Would you rather walk into an evaluation and know exactly what your manager is gonna tell you? You need improvement here, here, and here. You're doing amazing here, here, and here. And because of those reasons, this is going to be the status that we see you in going forward. Now, if you know that's gonna go poorly, then you could have changed it along the way. But if you get blindsided, you've heard stories in, in, in the accounting firm when I was there and, and, and other firms and industries and, and businesses, it's so often that you hear somebody walks into an evaluation and they walk out devastated, sometimes in tears, because it did not go how they thought it was going to go. They thought they were doing their job. They thought they were doing what was expected of them, maybe outperforming what was expected only to find out that although the management appreciated what was being done in that area, those efforts, what they didn't appreciate was that those efforts were misaligned with the organization's goals. And whose fault then is that? 
and I challenge you as an owner, I challenge you as a manager, that that rests squarely on your shoulders, not your employee. If they're putting in the effort, if they're doing good work, if they're showing up, they're committed, they're loyal to the organization, and they're working hard on tasks, and you don't continuously counsel them, checking in, telling them, hey, instead of this project, we're focused here this month, this week, today. These are the critical needs we have for your position, your role. If they do good work and they're misaligned because you haven't instructed them, then that is your responsibility. And in fact, your failure as a manager, as a leader, and honestly, as a person. Because we don't want to set our team members up, our crew, for failure. We want to have open lines of communication, frequent lines of communication. And the best way that we found in the 10X community comes from Natalie Dawson. Having your PPF, your personal, professional, and financial goals, having a meeting with the team lead, and the team leads with the senior management, and the senior management with the C-suite, and the C-suite with the board of the directors, monthly, every single month, having a brief meeting with goals that are discussed, personal, what's going on in your personal life? Planning on having a family, do you have a family? How are the kids doing in school? How's T-ball going, right? How is this affecting your workflow? Do you need to leave a little early and then log back on so that you can do school pickup? How critical is that to know? You don't want your office to be gutted at 3.30 in the afternoon. Somebody needs to be there, but you also, especially in today's age, can't hold those parents in and have them have all sorts of alternate routes of getting their kids home and struggling through early release and da da da. It happens. The drain and the strain and that puts, it pushes people away from your organization. They start looking for a side hustle. You don't want them having side hustles. You want them dedicated, committed to their role in the organization because that's how you will grow your business. And if you're sitting there and you're thinking, well, that's what I do. I want the side hustle because this happens. That's an organizational failure. And that's good on you to recognize that. And make sure as you're going out and you're seeking to create more control, more flow of income, revenue, experiences, deal flow, being around the activity, feeling that activity, being a part of those circles. Ensure you never forget the first flow, your job as an employee, as you start building additional flows. And be sure that as you build additional flows, first, we never forget the first flow. Two, we expand into a parallel, something complementary. If you're in accounting and you do bookkeeping, then your side gig should not be you're gonna be a musician. It should not be that you are going to do online digital marketing out of nowhere. And if you have a passion for online digital marketing, then think of how you can use your bookkeeping skills in online digital marketing and create digital marketing services, either targeting those clients, so now your client becomes maybe the very firm that you want to separate from. And how nice would that be to step out and make your industry your client and service then back their clients being what your experience was so deeply rooted in. Former clients, right? And maybe some of those clients have needs. 
Now you build a business, but don't just step right off. So I want to circle back because we've covered a lot today. Cross training. Every single member of your organization must, must, it is critical for survival of the organization to the success of your business, your business, not someone else's, your business, that every single team member be able to accomplish the critical needs of the organization. If that is firefighting and damage control, then you're probably in the Navy. Could also be a firefighter. But if that is sales, generating revenue to the organization, if that is the reporting, making sure that contacts are being captured, relationships are being put into the CRM, deals are being input appropriately into the system, then every single person in your organization must be trained on how to do that. And if you're thinking that's too much training, that's too much time, we don't have the money to train everybody to sell, then your first problem is what today? Sales? Well, clearly there's a sales issue. Marketing? Maybe. Doesn't seem to fit here. Mindset. It's you. It's your limiting belief that not every member of your organization can sell on behalf of the organization. So I challenge you. I challenge you to train every single member in every core function of your business's needs. Counsel continuously. Don't have people walk into annual reviews or semi-annual reviews and not know that they're going to get a promotion because they've been doing amazing. Not know that they're going to get a write-up or held back or stay stagnant in their position because they've missed. They've underperformed. They've been applying themselves in the wrong areas or they've been disengaged. And you certainly should not ever have anyone, anyone walk into an annual review to be separated from the company and they hadn't been counseled, instructed, helped, their hand held if need be, to help them re-engage into the organization and to do their role better. If you just give up on your people, then why shouldn't they give up on you? So counsel continuously, have flows of communication, and set the rules straight. Be clear if there's a miss. Be clear if there's a win. If they're doing fantastic, even if it's something small, make sure to complement the wins, the successes. Be sure to put those at the forefront. Everybody knows when they did something wrong, and when your manager comes down and repeats it to you, oh, it's just crushing. But when you did something right, maybe you didn't think anything of it. And your manager comes down and says, hey, that call you handled yesterday with that tough client, I know you got put in a tough spot there. I was, they were in a rough spot. But guess what? You did great. You handled exactly how I would expect you to do it. So I just wanted to say good job on that. How great does that feel? That's how you instill confidence in your people. Engage them and drive them into your business rather than out. With that, we've got a couple quick updates from sales, marketing, and community with Mickey Growth. So on the sales forefront, one-on-one -on -one coaching is going off. We are flowing in with new clients. I'm so excited to have the new members of the community come on board, to be working one-on-one -on -one with them, and to not only be working in multiple industries, but at multiple sizes of businesses, 
from the very beginning up to well-established multi-business owners. So thank you for being a part of the community. And if you're holding off on one-on-one -on -one coaching, you need to reach out because it's going to make a difference in not only your business, but your life and for all of your goals. On the marketing side of things, we've been running an ad. You may have seen it, the video ad, I'm standing, I've got the TEDx pillow on the chair and, and we're looking good that day, right? If you see that ad, make sure you like it. Make sure you put a comment. Put the fire emoji, throw a 10X in the comments, right? Engage with that. It really helps feed it. I love to see it. Don't feel like clicking on it. You're going to cost us money. The ad is there for a reason. Engage with it, please, and thank you. And we love to see it. And also on the engagement side, the Facebook group. that we just started just a few weeks back, if you remember. Over 100 members already. We're targeting now 250 is our next goal. Then we're going to go to 500, 1,000. And it's going to skyrocket from there. So thank you for being a part of the Facebook group. If you haven't joined, if you're watching this video on some other format, other than inside the group, if it just popped up on your timeline, in your feed, make sure that you hop over, you check out the Facebook group, and you click join. So with that, I hope you have an amazing, incredible 10x Monday morning to win the morning, to win the day, to win the date week, and dominate your 10x life.